Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Tea with Tash. Another gorgeous week here in Vancouver. It rained all of last week. It was so beautiful. I loved it. I don't know about you guys, but something about this COVID summer and it being so hot and warm and really we could barely do anything, but we did things anyways, it wasn't the same. I didn't enjoy the summer. Well, I did because I got to be with some friends and a lot of family time and, you know, just really low-key my life down to what it used to be. Um, But yeah, I actually quite enjoyed the little rain we got last week. It was refreshing. It was cold. But then in in the afternoon, it got to like 25. I'm like, okay, and I'm taking my super puff off because I'm fucking sweating. (laughs) Um, But I was super excited to see the rain. And then today, it was a beautiful day. It was like 25. Not that I'm some meteorologist here telling you guys that the wind's coming from the east. But I just thought I would mention it because it made me a little happy. Um, I'm so excited to deliver the tea of the week for you guys today. We've got some really interesting stories. Um, Again, if anybody ever wants to come on and deliver the tea of the week with me, by all means, let me know. We'll set up a fun time or Zoom or absolutely anything to have you on. And just to hear everybody's opinions and thoughts, if you guys have any tea of the week that you want to share, please DM me at Tea with Tash. I would love to hear your thoughts or what you guys want on the tea of the week for the week. <laughs> Let's get to story number one. Lizzo is on the cover of Vogue looking fabulous in a beautiful red dress. Lizzo, Rizzo, I feel like really connected with her just in the name department. Um, Love the few songs that are out. I mean, I don't um, like listen to full albums. I usually just listen to what's on the radio. So like that good as hell song and she got one more, I think. Anyways, love her. I love black women on Vogue. I think they're beautiful. Um, she is amazing. She's fun. I remember watching her on an episode of, um, Hollywood Medium with Tyler Henry and I had no idea who she was. I know I knew that she played some sort of weird instrument, and that was it. I didn't know she could sing. I didn't know she could rap. And in the um, episode with Tyler Henry, he told her that she's, like, going to be very successful. And, like, the years to come are just going to be, like, her years to shine. And you could see it on her face that she was very excited but humbled by it. And I think this Vogue cover is everything everything. She looks absolutely stunning. She wore a beautiful top knot on her head. She's got this beautiful red dress. She deserves it. Talking about all the important topics, voting, Black Lives Matter, and of course it's Vogue, so you talk about fall fashion, and she's just, she is so cool. I just want to be Lizzo, but like the Rizzo version, you know what I mean? (laughs) Anyways, story number two, congrats to, well, I think, talk to them like they're my friends, but Gigi and Zane had a baby girl. I'm dying to know her name. So if anybody knows her name, please let me know because I'm dying to figure out what her name is. Um, But Zane posted this beautiful photo of him holding her fingers. And one thing that I kept reading about last week is that everyone was like, oh my god, her fingernails, they're so cute. She's got the most perfect fingernails. I didn't even notice until I read an article, but she literally, literally has the prettiest fingernails I have ever seen on a baby. On top of the fact that her fingers look 10 miles long already. You know, I find it that when you look at their fingers, you know they're going to be tall and beautiful. And that might be a stupid thing to say, but I think she's going to be the most beautiful person ever. 
these two are a beautiful couple. I'm glad they had a baby. And I'm just so excited to find out what her name is. But I swear to God, if her name is Dove, I'm going to kill myself because there's like 10 kids this year named Dove. I'm over it. Call your baby like, I don't know, Blue or something. I don't fucking know. Just not Dove. Maybe like Pigeon. I don't know. Moving on. Story number three. I'm so excited for this story because Teddy Mellencamp is leaving Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That's a little pitchy. Sorry, guys. But I am so... One, I was shocked by her announcement that she had done an Instagram live talking about her leaving and how she was boring and all this stuff. But she is boring. I'm sorry. Like, I know she's pregnant and I don't feel that was right for her to be fired the season after she was pregnant because it's not like she could drink it's not like she could bring it I actually thought this was a good season for her I think she was way more talkative way more aggressive um, than she was in the past but I still think she's boring I don't think she's boring in a personality sense I just think she doesn't have much to bring to the show and that's okay Um, so she's leaving can't say I'm sad about it. 73% of our listeners said that they were happy. The other 20% said, I'll miss her. The 27% of you that said that, we ain't going to miss her. Wait till you see what they have next season. I'm like already excited. But I wanted to chat quickly about my guest this week. Um, I had this beautiful individual reach out to me. Um, Her name is, and I'm going to butcher her name, but it's beautiful. Hille, I think. And she talks all about spiritual love and how everything in our life comes back to love, which is so exciting and interesting to listen to. As you guys know, I've talked to mediums, I've talked to other perspectives, and her perspective is that everything comes back to love. Anything in your life, whatever your life has to go through, comes back to love. I'm so excited for you guys to hear part one of our episode. Um, so enjoy your episode. Follow her on Instagram at hilly.co. Um, she is so beautiful and it was such an honor to chat with her. I can't wait for you guys to hear part two. But for today, you guys are getting part one and enjoy. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, don't be. It's totally my like weakness as well. I suck at technology. Oh my god, like I can't barely use my iPhone. So like to say that I could even get on here, I don't know what it is. Something I think it's my internet. I think I need to call them and just get it strengthened. I have no idea. So frustrating. I don't know. Well, we made it. We made it. Here we are. Welcome to the Tea with Tash podcast. I'm just going to start off really quickly. Tell us your name, tell us what you do, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. Um, so my name is Halai, and I am a spiritual love coach. And the way that I see spiritual love is connecting with your feminine. So the oh. feminine itself is, oh, she exists as love. 
Um, so learning what that really means at an individual basis and yeah. allowing every action, every moment, every expression of yourself to be a form of love. Um, so learning once you're doing that, once you're in alignment with your highest vibration of love and you're attracting more connection, more, more abundance, more uh, opportunity and just growth in, in your lifetime that you have here. And how does one even come to that? Like, I can barely, like, think on a daily basis, but to go into a whole, like, higher love like that, how do you even find that? How do you figure that out? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You're right. We're so consumed with so many things that we have to get done, and it seems like, oh, I don't have time to worry about this, like, spirit realm of myself. Right. But that is what the feminine is, like cutting back on the doing and the distraction and the busyness and the sense of self-worth that we get from having an extremely full to-do list and feeling completely depleted at the end of the day. Right. There's like this like secret little, like kind of enjoy that, like complaining about how tired we are and right. taking that breath at the end of the day, like, oh, I'm so tired. Like you feel weirdly satisfied. So by surrendering to doing nothing and seeing what comes up, Right. That is how we just authentically arise within you. And, and it's, yeah, just do nothing and watch it happen. Right. Wow. I'm just, like, feeling the love already. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you, do you work with people? Do you, like, how do you relate that with other people? Yeah, so I work either one-on-one -on -one with women. So I, I really only work with women. Um one-on-one or through like one of my group coaching or courses that I run. Um, so it kind of just depends on, so yeah, it just, it just kind of depends on the level of commitment that we're ready for. One-on-one -on -one is intense. Like it will be what you would do on your own in a three-year time you could do in three months. Right. So in a one-on-one -on -one session, what does that like entail? What would you go over with somebody? Like, as if this was a one-on-one, -on -one. like, what would be your first step? Yeah, so for one-on-one, -on -one, I like to go out of your logical mind, so we'll get into, like, a lot of questions, and put you in, like, more of, like, a meditative state, you close your eyes, you go inwards, you feel into your body, um, and get out of, like, trying to answer the questions in an interview-like space. Gotcha. So we'll get into the feelings, like, what are you really feeling, honestly, be real right. with me, and open that up, and channel the feeling so if like you, know, you close your eyes and you go inwards to your body okay where do you notice tension let's make that bigger put all of your awareness into that space what starts to come up what memory what visual what sensation when you go inwards into your body and, and distract or disconnect from outside right wow so i do a lot of like yeah meditative work um nlp hypnosis um, a lot of emotional embodiment. So if you need to cry, sit there and cry. You just scream. Yeah. You want to sit there and complain for a second. Like let that shit out. Um, and when you do, that unlocks like a deeper potential within you when you get rid of this like stuff that we have trapped. Inside. Yeah, it almost reminds me of like the feeling of like after you've had like one of those like breakdown crying moments where like nothing's really wrong. You're just very overwhelmed, and I'm the queen of those breakdowns where. Um, I just did a podcast a couple weeks ago in regards to like the stress that September would bring me and it would just be like school and back to all my sports and I would have a mental breakdown and then after it's like that breath 
that you breathe in after you're done letting it all out like I look forward to that breath like after I have any sort of crying session at all um is that similar to kind of what you're yeah. looking at yeah okay Absolutely. wow yeah I had my crying um, like last weekend it was just this deep level of emotion that was being triggered again and yeah, yeah I gave myself full permission like all right here's we're going in we're go in there and right. let this out and we're done we'll be free of this totally this burden yeah, I find that sometimes even after I've cried about certain things, like, I kind of sometimes carry it in anger, um, and I don't know if that's something that happens for everybody, but if something, like, happens to me or someone does something to me, like, I will get over it, but it will always be in the back of my head, just, like, hibernating behind anything, and then once I get, like, emotional, I'm like, well, do you remember when you did this? It's like, my poor boyfriend, like, he just gets absolutely destroyed. I'm like, remember five years ago? Yeah. I remember. Like, it's so bad. (laughs) So would you Uh, help with something like that to kind of help release that and, like, more show it from a love perspective? Yeah, so you are living through the lens of whatever trauma that you have inside of you. So if you have this experience that you never fully felt released from your body, everything you do is from that perspective. Everything that you attract is, in a sense, pushing you to heal and release that emotion. So if you felt like a sense of abandonment in maybe a past relationship, you will attract experiences, maybe not even specifically in a relationship, it could be at work, it could be with a parent, it could be a friend, um, that mimic the sensation of abandonment, which will force you into that feeling. And so until you heal and go in there and release that emotion, it's like life keeps happening. It's like, why am I stuck in the same pattern? Yeah. Are there any tools that you can maybe think of off the top of your head that we can do like when we're in um, a breakdown episode like that just to kind of calm us and just remind us like do you have any tools or any systems that you use to kind of calm the mind and just go go free? Right. Um, The best thing that I like to do is set containers. So your feminine feels free to get wild and get messy when she knows there's an end. I think that's a bit, a bit of a fear that a lot of us have, that we are afraid to go into the dark emotions because we don't want to get stuck there and we don't want it to consume us. Um, but create like a container, so this is like a masculine container that you're making, that says, okay, for the next hour, like, you know, at exactly 1.17 p.m., I am done. And so that forces you into full unloading into that space. Right. Um, and what I, I love to do, and it's something I do with a lot of my clients and my courses is a video journal where oh. you create this kind of set a timer and unload as if you're having a therapy session but just with yourself and it's so that's cool actually really smart even... that's really smart I never thought of that I've heard of like the writing down and sorry to cut you off but I've heard of the writing down but the video I mean I feel like sometimes I need to review that emotion to be able to like okay I've been here I've talked about this we need to officially move on from it like we need to stop crying about this we need to stop being angry about this like there are certain things that I feel like that would work really well for not just myself but for a lot of other people who are very emotionally like expressive like that yeah I would say like you really your hands cannot keep up with how no that's your mouth moving so Writing for me doesn't work as well. Sometimes I will, like if I'm doing gratitude or if I'm just uh, just needing to make like a dump out there. But if you're not the same, that is releasing the emotion. 
when you're able to actually yeah. speak it. Wow. So as a so and I you're called a spiritual love healer. Is that right? Love healer. Um, I really just doesn't matter that much. So um, I, I love it. Kind of Coach. Okay. So what's your like daily routine and like what helps you like stay at that higher love self? Um, so there was a quote, I don't know where I heard it, but it was like, you don't need to do anything unless you, but you're required to do the things that it takes to become inspired. Um, so I truly work in alignment with what feels good. If I'm not in the mood, cool. I'm not in the mood. Today's a day where I binge watch, you know, reality TV, great. I'm going to fully surrender to that and go all in. If today's a day to really go for my work, great. If today's the day for a date, awesome. But feel into your body. Like, your body knows what it's supposed to do and what um, energetic frequency is best for it in that moment. So if you honor it, then in the moments where you need to do content creation or, um, you know, work with clients one-on-one, you're just going to be more present right. with that handled your own needs outside of it so uh, yeah I just give in I give in to whatever feels good moment to moment I know but sometimes I feel like I could be in that reality tv moment all the time like it's so tempting to just stay in that one realm you know what I mean mm-hmm. and that's the thing maybe maybe that's what you need maybe you need to actually get to the point where you're like oh I'm sick of this yeah and, and that's how emotions are too like sometimes we we only go like we we go as deep as we think that we're comfortable. Right. But what if you tested the boundaries just went a little bit deeper? Made yourself that much more comfortable to the point where you really felt like, I'm done. Like, I, I have nothing more left. I'm actually done. So getting to that feeling of actually completing the emotion and completing the desire or the temptation, let yourself go there. Otherwise, there's always going to be this, like, inkling in the back of you that's like, oh, let's, let's just go back. Let's have a little bit more. Yeah. Because you're never fully satisfied. So, right. Yeah, I'd say if you have that draw, cool, spend 12 hours one day. If that's what you need, then that's what you need. I mean, I could do that if every single day. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing, too, I wanted to ask you is that um, I'm the type of person that sometimes when um, other people's energies or other people's, like, issues kind of take all of my energy for the day and like sometimes I end up becoming you know if somebody's irritable and they're irritable towards me I also become irritable what is something that maybe you think that people could do to just clear that give a quick like five minute meditation just clear your head and just kind of like restart yourself like is there something that you suggest to do to like give that love back to yourself instead of hate towards others um do a meditation you can do some breathing take a walk or some ground back to like your own connect with the earth um those things definitely work but again those are like quick fixes and right. they're not solving anything just little band-aids for the moment um notice what it is that's triggering so if this person's like let's say somebody's really loud um and they're just annoying you because they're just so loud like why are you talking at this point yeah um Check in and be like, okay, why is this triggering me? Why am I so yeah this person?
thank you everyone for listening to part one of my conversation with the beautifully spoken Hille. She is so beautiful. And if you guys were to see our Zoom conversation, I felt so much energy from her, like good energy. Um, We're on two different time zones. And so when I got up super early, it was like the afternoon for her. And I don't know, I felt like energized for the day after talking with her, even though unfortunately our Zoom got cut short. Um, hence why we have a part one and part two. Um, she just has this amazing energy. And when you hear her speak and like talk so passionately about what she does, it's just so incredible. And that's what I could hope for just anybody that whatever they do, they do it with passion and they love it. And you can tell that she just lives and breathes this and it's just so beautiful to see so thank you Hale, for our part one and part two thank you guys for listening to today's episode be sure to like review and subscribe at apple music or apple podcasts whatever it's called spotify anchor give me a thumbs up give me a listen what would also be so helpful is if you guys left a review on the podcast um for those who don't know it totally ups everything that we do. It makes us be seen. It makes us be heard. So leave a review, leave a comment, subscribe, click that button, and well, leave spilling the tea to me. See you guys next week.